close me up on what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. Calm down, Greg, it's soccer. It's soccer. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. Welcome to Plus Money, presented by the Ghost Gold Podcast, your home for all the best soccer bets out there. I'm Andrew Pissarro, and every week I'll be giving out some of my favorite picks from across the Premier League and the world of soccer. Throughout the season, I'll be joined by some close personal friends who are as just big as degenerates as the rest of us as we continue on this endless hunt for winners. We'll always give you our best picks from the biggest game in the Premier League with our game of the week, but after that, we'll roam just about anywhere. We had a great week last week, going 4-2 and two myself. This week, our game of the week is Tottenham against Manchester United, and joining me this week is one of my favorite people. People from soccer Twitter. Actually, the first time we've ever interacted uh, kind of in person before. You can catch him tweeting about Manchester City, the Philadelphia Union, and a whole bunch of more. A co-host of the Can I Kick It podcast, Mr. Nico Pelais. Pelais? I'll take or it. I'll at, give you a 7.5 7. 7. out of 10 on the last name. Nico Pelais, but I'll take it. There we go. Uh, more importantly, follow him on Twitter at Nico DeGaio. You can see me tweeting at him and Jared all the time. Follow Can I Kick It podcast. A great fellow soccer podcast after you've listened to the two episodes of ghost goal give you every week make sure you're checking their stuff out they're great on twitter two of my favorite guys to interact with two of my favorite guys to talk betting with let's get right into it we've got another loaded weekend of premier league stuff we've got friday games we got monday games i'm gonna go first here my first pick of the weekend i'm gonna start on sunday i love this game so much i think i have four picks on my card from this game alone I'm going to give you that West Ham Leicester City over plus 240. The Hammers defense has been exposed by Arsenal and Wolves, two teams that are not great. They're mid-table clubs. They're going up against Leicester. It's hard to think Leicester doesn't score a few. It's hard to think West Ham doesn't score a few, but that's my first pick over three and a half goals plus 240. I, that's a great pick. I actually stayed away from this game, but I do want to address something first. I'm utterly humbled by your opening. Uh, and I also want to reciprocate that with saying that you are one of my favorite people on soccer Twitter to interact with as well, even though, even though you're a red. And you know what? It's okay. We'll get past it. There's lots more bigger things at play. <laughs> I, it didn't make the open, but you're one of the like three Manchester City like people that I interact with on Twitter. And I'm like, I don't get angry at this person. I respect this person's opinion because it's a rational take. It's a rational take on the other side. And so, yes, that is very big of you for, for recognizing the for recognizing the elephant in the room. What's your first pick of the afternoon? My first pick of the afternoon, I'm actually going to stay away from the game that you have a lot to bet on, which I think is kind of hilarious that we have different, like, feels, different pulses on, on that game. My first one is the Villa-Liverpool game, and I'm going to take the over three at even money. And the reason why is this feels like at least an easy push. Villa are going to have to start gunning for goals here in, in this stage of the season. The issue with Liverpool right now is you don't know what you're going to get from them game to game. And you could very easily point to their first matchup of the season and say, well, there was like a thousand goals. So why won't there be another thousand goals? I'm actually not going to use that as a rationale for this bet. I just think that Liverpool could easily blow Villa out if Villa try to play a, like against Liverpool. This Villa team is a very different Villa team than it was earlier in the season in the fall. And I really think that they could get exposed here against a Liverpool team who is starting to play a lot better than a lot of people are giving them credit for. And they're also fighting for a top four chance. So in my opinion, this is a great spot for Liverpool to really kind of stake their claim back 
in the top four race and, and remind everyone who they truly are. I said it on the pod yesterday. I'm not worried about this game. And I think that's exactly why I didn't even look at bets in this because I have like, I'm like telling everyone I'm not worried. I'm obviously worried. And I'm like, I don't need to add the anxiety of will this bet hit during this game? I didn't even look at is Diogo Jota plus money to score in this game or not? Because if he is take that and run with it, I think he's a a lock to start. But one of the players who I absolutely love to start to score, we're going back to that West Ham Leicester game on Sunday. Jesse Lingard to score anytime plus 230. The man yeah. scored in four of his last five games. He's on fire. He is trying desperately to retain a spot in that English national team ahead of the Euros. He's trying to get away from Manchester United. And this is a big opportunity for him and the Hammers. I think there's no way that he doesn't score in this game against uh, against Leicester. Especially if they're going to be missing Mikel Antonio. They're going to be looking for him heavy to score goals in that game. Um, 100%. Like... Same thing. They're in the same. I, know, I can't believe I'm saying this, but West Ham and Liverpool are in the exact same position. They need. They're fighting for top four, and like West Ham, they're not going to win one nothing masterclasses. They're not going to hold decent teams to a one nil win. They're going to have to go guns blazing, and I think that the Jesse Lingard bet is going to come from that. Which, right in your camp, because you love the Jota to score bets. So uh, that's that's know. like my favorite one. It's like yeah. my favorite one. Uh, what's your second play of the week? Second play of the week. Uh-oh, here he comes. Here he comes. Manchester City minus one and a half against Leeds. Why? Listen, Leeds are fun to watch, but they're just not good. Like, <laughs> it's just plain and simple. Um, you have a City team that's not dealing with injuries. And so you have 15, 16 people to choose from in a depth lineup. Yeah, you might say, oh, well, they just played a Champions League game, short week. This team, it doesn't matter, right? You can fill a bunch of people into a bunch of different positions. Uh, They're just locked in right now. They really are. I think this is an easy chance for them to just kind of win at least 2 nothing, blow uh, leads off and and focus on the second leg next week. A lot of people will say, oh, well, what if Pep decides to bench their normal 11? it doesn't necessarily matter that much because you can plug so many different guys in there. Um, My only concern is now that De Bruyne is not chasing the bag after his extension. (laughs) Are we we getting one of those post-contract lulls? I don't know. I would not with Kevin, not with Kevin. He's, he's the best player in the Premier League this season. I don't think you have to be worried about it. I like, that's a smart pick. I've said this on, on this podcast. I've said this on ghost call. I've said it on Twitter. I cannot bet Manchester city games. Every time that I think that they're going to just destroy a team, they win one nil. Every time that I think that they're going to like blow a team, like I, whatever, whatever I think is going to happen, the opposite happens. I think the only bet that I've hit on a Manchester city game all year, I called that under when Tottenham beat them two nil, like in, November or December. That's like the only one I've done well at. That's just where I'm at with them. But I like that pick a lot. Let's get to our game of the week. Manchester United Spurs. It's the big game on Sunday. We're early, like late, late morning. The game that everyone is going to want to watch for the weekend. And United's coming in on good form. Spurs have been all over the place. They drew last week against Newcastle. United get a 2-0 win today in Europa League. And I like Manchester United money line plus 145 over top. This just this just seems like the type of game that the way that United are playing right now seems like they get the result. I don't trust Tottenham at all. I don't think that like like at the end of the day, they're going to they're going to be Spursy. And I would look out for I'm not going to take this myself. Manchester United both the scores plus 360. 
And like a 2-1 win for Manchester United sounds pretty darn accurate. Yeah. So so I'm going to go with just, I'm not going to get greedy here. Plus 145 on the money line. I think that's all we got to stay, all we got to rock with. But um, I just want to float that out there. If you're listening, you're feeling ballsy. Man United both to score plus 360. This is going to be the chaos derby. This is the game where any, literally anything can happen. Um, obviously earlier in the year, what was it? Six, one with a red card, even United went up one, nothing and ended up conceding. I think what it was six in a row there. It was this same weekend as the Aston Villa Liverpool game where we lost seven, two. I remember because I was on my way to play golf when the Spurs game happened and I looked at my phone right as I get in my car and it's Bruno Fernandez penalty. And I'm like, okay, here we go again. Fun. Yeah. 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 And then I get to the golf course. And I'm like, it's 4-1? I was like, what's happening? This game is, is to me, something that could just explode into pure chaos. Like you said, United are starting to kind of figure it out. And they're not a team you should look past. I mean, they are second in the Premier League. It's not anything to laugh at. They kind of took care of business today in the Europa League. They're nothing to gawk at. Spurs are something to, to gawk at right now. Uh, this team's bad. I mean, <laughs> decently good players, but they're just bad. They tend to concede goals against teams who aren't afraid to attack them. This Manchester United team is going to be a team that's not going to be afraid of attacking Spurs. Uh, I think this is a managerial nightmare for Jose. You don't want to, to, to do what Jose normally does against this United team. And I have actually the over. I have over two and a half at minus 120. Two and a half feels like easy money. Yeah, yeah it feels like stealing. Four, three. And no one would bat an eye. I think you said it perfectly. 2-1 United is what I have on the cards. If you want to bet that exact score, go ahead. But I'm just going to take it with the over. The also, just the, the chances of like at least two penalties happening in this game is like so high. I, I can just see kind of chaos and maybe a red card like the first game. But I, I see a high scoring affair here in, in over two and a half. And I like United to just take care of business. All right. My last pick. I thought about saying Burnley over Newcastle, but I'm not going to wake up for that game. That's at plus 135. It'll probably be on my card. I'll text it to my guy later, but it's El Clasico this weekend. And I, being the intellectual that I am, after watching everything happen at Barcelona last summer, said, you know what? This is going to be potentially Messi's last year at Barcelona before maybe swapping cities for Manchester or Paris or maybe Milan. I think he's going to go God mode and he's going to win La Liga single-handedly grab a bunch of scrubs at Barcelona win the league. So I have a future on Barcelona to win the league. And right now they are pretty damn close to taking the top of the league. They're the only undefeated team in the European top five leagues in their domestic competition right now, or at least in the league. That being said, we watched that Real Madrid midfield tear Liverpool to, sh- to shreds this weekend. So I looked at the lines and I saw Barca 125 and I was like, I love that. And you know what I'm doing? I'm fading myself. Give me Real Madrid plus 185 to win El Clasico because Zinedine Zidane does not lose El Clasico's. So that's the pick there. We're going with it. So when I first looked at this game, I was like, huh, Barca one plus 125. That's it's not bad. You know, I, I like them in this game, but you made a really good point. I completely overlooked the fact that Real Madrid can still be the Real Madrid we think they are on a given day. And this is home. Of course, it's not at the Bernabeu, which I'm sure they wish they could have it uh, there. This is actually a, a stay away game for me. 
I'm not going to touch it. I just, it feels like I can't get a good read. And folks, I know I'm a degenerate. But sometimes when you can't get a good read, the only time you bet something you don't have a good read on is if you're drunk or you're desperate. So I'm staying away because I will be neither for that game. Bye. Maybe we'll see. But no, <laughs> my last pick. Oh, this was great. I have Crystal Palace plus one, minus 115. And you might ask why. It's because I am not sold on Chelsea yet. I don't care what anyone tells me about Tuchel. Yes, they might have had a really good day against Porto, this, that, and whatever. But when you have a Palace team at home with a point in their belt, uh, the short week against a Chelsea team who is starting to not have as much depth. You don't know who they're going to play. They're starting to play the same guys. It might be slow. And Zaha is back. He's been back for a bit. When Zaha is in the team and they're home, I love Crystal Palace's bet when they get that many points on the board. It's kind of a contrarian play because Chelsea's a sexy pick right now. Plus one, plus one, plus one. Even if it's a Chelsea one nothing win, it's a push. I, I love that bet. Um, and I, I'm kind of a home dog. I'm a sucker for a home dog. So, mm. um, no, I'm right. I'm, I'm with you on that. I get, I, I was, first of all, a Chelsea draw would be absolutely electric for me. So yeah. I'm, I'm all in on that. I, I'm all in on that. One more thing before we dive in, you mentioned Burnley. I loved that Burnley pick. The problem though about Newcastle is as bad as they can be every time you think they're going to like be really bad on a day. They come out and, and do something and like are like, wow, is this team actually actually competent? So this game is on that list of things. I, I threw out a tweet about it a couple of weeks ago where I think I hit three straight bets on 7 a.m. games and that I didn't even remotely try to wake up for. Like, like there's one thing where it's like, oh, I'm gonna wake up and watch this game that I bet on. And like I didn't even set the alarm. Like I was out drinking the night before. Like I I was like, I had I was fully expecting to wake up, check Fot Mob, did this bet hit or not? Which is some would say irresponsible. I just call it winning, making money in my sleep. And yeah. this, this had that bet has making money in my sleep for me. I'm trying to keep myself to like six picks. When I like casually just pulled up my, my book this week, I found nine things that I loved. And that was before, like, I didn't even look at Diego Jota to score just <laughs> off of like, like the, the easy picks. That's what I came up with. So I have to whittle it down a little bit before I do. No, we want to hear all mine. If you don't send all mine out, I'm going to be so <laughs> <laughs> that being said, before we wrap, I wanted to ask you, we had the first part of our quarterfinals of the Champions League. So instant reaction, who's going to play in the final? I have as of now. Let's time out here. Do you want my like rational pick or do you want my like with a little bit of dose of heart in it? Why not both? All right, I'll give you my rational pick. PSG Real Madrid. Heart, That's a hell of a final. Heart has Man City Real Madrid. I agree with that. I'm actually more nervous about Dortmund than I am whoever we'd play in the next round because this is so city brain of me, but we always find a way to lose to the team we shouldn't lose to the in the Champions League. Lyon shouldn't have lost to them. Spurs at the time shouldn't have lost to them. No offense to Liverpool, the year we lost to you guys, you guys were fourth, we had 100 points. We should not have lost that game. Uh, Monaco in the round of 16 should not have, That's the last four Champions League seasons. All just disappointing games if we lose to Bayern Munich or PSG with those teams I, I mean you can't be that mad of course we'll have to see what happens but Dortmund is so sneaky we're up to one so easy to look past you got to go to Germany for the second leg I don't know like in theory I'm scared of Dortmund because it's right in front of me uh but my rational brain thinks watching Mbappe and Neymar do what they do and 
And as long as they can stay healthy and seeing what Pochettino's done with that squad, that team is pretty damn good. And if you look at the other side of the bracket, the only team that's scaring me right now is Real Madrid because it looks like they've put away Liverpool. Who knows? It's not done yet. It's not done yet. We got the away goal, but yeah, I mean, I think I think the only way we win this game, I was talking about this with the guys last night, Klopp has to run the 4-2-3-1. He's, he screwed up the formation, first of all, and like he's got to run the 4-2-3-1 out there. And with starting Firmino as a 10, tell him to mark Cruz, Fabinho, Thiago midfield. You got to have Fabinho covering for Trent because there's no Henderson. And you got to just put them on the back foot and just throw everything at the woodshed and try to score a bunch of goals. But the reality is, like, we did that to Barcelona, but we had 55,000, you know, rampant fans egging them on and behind the club. When you're playing this training game and there's no atmosphere to build off of, this is that exact opportunity where you want as many fans there as possible. And the fact that we're not going to have that, yeah, it's probably over. But we'll see, you know. It's tough because I think the biggest thing for you guys is to not concede. Yeah. Because if you concede, then you're in trouble in terms of it's 4-1 and they have the away goal. Now you have to score four. Yeah. Or you'd have to score three or whatever it might be. Be, but that's just trouble. So it's going to be interesting. Every single one of these second legs is going to be fun. I mean, maybe not the Porto one, but I mean, listen, after playing Porto in that, uh, in the group stage, they're not an easy look past. Like it's really, I mean, I chose Porto Moneyline and got a lot of gawks, but if you watch that game, Chelsea weren't dominant. And that could have been. Chelsea aren't dominant in any game that they play. Like they. A draw. They're, they're still yeah. another season away. Um, but thank you so much, my man, oh, yeah. for joining us. I really appreciate it. Hopefully uh, the first of many appearances. I, I have I think I've said this, but if you hit all your bets, you have to come back next week. It's like a bond. It's like a legal, legal, legal documentation. You have to come back. So I'm just warning you. Well, I hope I, hope I hit them all for two reasons now, to make money <laughs> and also to come back. You know I'm going to accept the invite whenever you, whenever you send it my way. All right, man. Thank you guys for listening, and let's go win some money. Show me the money!